we're back again like we never left. So we're gonna we're gonna start this again from the top. Okay. Tell the people your name again and a little about yourself. Uh, my name is Vanessa McNulty. I am um, by way of a lot of places, but um, I met you in Omaha, mm -hmm. and um, I relocated to California, which I lived there for about eight years, and now I am in a little outside of Portland, Oregon. So, yeah, working from home, um, you know, having slight nervous breakdowns because of this corona thing, but I think that's everybody. And um, yeah, just um, ready for this to be over and just, um, you know, that's all that I can do really. You're selling yourself short on you are, whether you know it or not, you are a bit of a content creator yourself and hopefully a soon to be podcaster, which we're gonna okay. figure out some information well, on that today. You know, I didn't, I didn't wanna gloat or, uh, you know, I'm trying to be humble. So, um, but I appreciate, um, appreciate that. Thank you for coming on because I am very tired of talking to men all day. <laughs> so, <laughs> this will be a, definitely a, a good change. Yeah. Uh, well, but no, no, thank, thank you in general because you've always, most people, well, some people know, but like you've always been a team player whenever I've had some creative endeavor and I needed somebody more often than not. You've been there, you've been well, willing to play ball and be part of the creative vision. Um, so thank you for that. Some of you, some of you, some of the people may have seen you in some of this stuff, but if not, you've always been a good friend and a supporter. And hopefully uh, by the end of this episode, I can return the favor and help you give the kick you need to get your podcast going. All right. Teamwork. But in the meantime, you can bring, Teamwork. yes, it does. In the meantime, you can help bring a good female element and a good point of view to this podcast today. Well, you know me, I'm, I'm, I'm with the shits. Could I just Perfect. say that? Can you can I just say whatever say you want. I know, but I've never but said that. But it's all right. It's all right. Well, I'm <laughs> glad I was the first. Thank you. I hear that all the time. And I'm like, there's, what is there's that? no better mean? time. And you said it with such conviction. That's, that's the beautiful part. <laughs> She's a real life dog. Oh, well. Anyway. <laughs> yes. So uh, how have you spending, been spending your time when not working? Are you guys on like full lockdown? What was it like there first? Um, well, yeah, I mean, besides like the grocery stores and Target. Um, Basically all non-essential businesses are shut down? Yeah. Um, you know, my brother, he runs a restaurant out here in Portland and they are open, but just for like takeout take delivery. Um, and, you know, the percentage of business that businesses are getting compared to when they could have people coming in is like so minute. It's crazy. But, you know, I guess for them, it's like better than nothing. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely feel for those businesses that have had to shut down and people that have lost their jobs. Although um, people that have lost their jobs are getting more on unemployment than they were working. Like I'm thinking about trying to just get fired from where I'm at because I'll make more <laughs> unemployment. Really? And, yeah. Well, no, no, I'm saying like the bunny people are making, like I haven't gotten anything yet, so I have no clue. But I, I yeah, my, my friend, um, my friend in, in um, California, she's, she's making more off unemployment than she was. And she had a, I mean, she had a pretty good job in the dealership and 
she's she's like shit I don't need to go back to work for at least four months she's making more money not working which I think will in turn probably will make a lot of people lazy not want to work yeah yeah and and I've all I've always heard that that argument against like well I don't say welfare but things of that nature because it does um perpetuate that but I've also never seen one of those checks so I can't say but yeah we'll see we will see how I feel yeah. I mean, either way, like, I, I know what I want to do, but yeah, I, I wouldn't mind a check here or there. Yeah. Right now. But I mean, it's, it's pretty quiet here. Um, you know, the, the weather definitely makes things harder day to day because it's so gloomy in Oregon. I don't know if any of your yeah. listeners and followers have been to Portland or been up here, but um, it's, it's literally raining for the next 10 days. So it does make the isolation a little gloomier and, and, you know, a little like more dragging. Like the first, the first four out of, uh, I'd say three and a half out of the first five weeks, it was just cold and rainy here, which Mm -hmm. is very uncharacteristic for LA, which it made it feel even much more like a movie when this pandemic is going on and and you didn't know what was going on. So Mm -hmm. I can imagine how it feels out there. Yeah, it's, but you know. I'm just blessed that I have a home, I have a job, and I'm healthy, you know, keep that corona hoe away from me, because <laughs> no, 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 yeah. but anyway, how are you surviving, how are you doing? <laughs> you know, I, I can't complain, I mean, like I said, money's low, but like also, I, everything I need is taken care of, and for me, like outside of the actual circumstances, this is one of the best times I could have had as far as like, <laughs> It has all, yes, like all the things that were once roadblocks and like difficulties, like taking time away from stuff, like I have nothing but time to do stuff. So it's also like, you get to realize like what you actually had like hurdles for and what you were Mm -hmm. bullshitting about. Mm -hmm. So like some things are like, all right, I just, I was just being lazy. But a lot of things like, okay, I have the time, I want to like make the most of it. So it's been great for me. I've been doing mostly this. I I feel like this is, I was, I think I was talking, I actually had a podcast with Bruce. I was like, you know, film is this hard, YouTube is this hard, and then podcasting is this hard. So like, and also like, this is the most, like the purest and authentic thing where you don't really have to think, like there's a technical aspect, like I have to like put all this stuff together, but like, But you don't have to edit and take shots and, you know. Yes, camera set up. Like there's one camera set up, one lighting set up, (laughs) mics that don't have to move it, and then just ingest the footage and chop it all together and then it's done. Yeah. So yeah, for me, this is like, I've been able, like, I've actually, well, I was kind of primed for this because I've been kind of trying to work on being more disciplined and set better habits over the last, like, six months. But like, I, I some people, like, I've been more disciplined with my sleep and my eating now than I was before, just because I had the time. Like, I've always said, like, to me, time is the most valuable thing I have. Mm-hmm. So, and the older we get, the less we have of it. So, you know, for the amount of time that I have this time I'm just trying to take them all take advantage of it and appreciate it as much as possible and figure out how I can get closer to having outside of outside circumstances a lifestyle more like this after this is all done too right yeah, I've, had, I've caught, had some realism go ahead have you caught up on any like Netflix or any binge watching I did like I, I did a lot of that the first month um, mm-hmm. I know I watched a bunch of stuff, but like I can't really remember anything off the top of my head that stood out. 
I mean, there were some good shows, but mm, I can't really. Right. I'm definitely on, on Westworld right now, but I still haven't seen Tiger King. You know, like I know, I know all the references. It's just, is it is it a series or is it a movie, like a documentary? It's a documentary. I think there's like eight episodes. Well, yeah, yeah. That's like it's it's such a commitment of time. It's so. No, like, I, I know it's it's like it's so bad. It's good, like kind of guilty pleasure. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I like, have to watch you, it. You should watch it. I mean, I will. I'll start it this weekend. I mean, we all have time. Yeah, you can't say that. All that's fair. So yeah, I started this weekend, um, and then somebody just told me literally too hot to handle, like one of those dating shows on Netflix, like a reality. Yeah, they give you money to not. Uh, this would be a perfect show for me because you know I don't like touching people anyway. So you go on this show and you basically Is this, this get... pre pre Corona. <laughs> no, I'm serious. That's, that's good. You know, I mean, yeah, you know, I just. I think they, so I think this is the concept. They are yeah, right. on an island and they get like $100,000 not to sleep with someone. I mean, sign me up. I'll do like six seasons. I don't care. I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I, yeah, yeah. You know, no, you could do that. I do also think once women hit a certain age, it's a whole lot easier to do that. Ironically enough, I think I could do well on that show. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, I don't know if I would, but I could. Because that's yeah. what I really like. The realization I've had in all of this is like, yo, I am much more of a loner than I thought. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, like, I'll, I don't want to talk to people. Like, I'll be swiping, I'll swipe on, I'll get on, I realize I get on apps just to look. Mm-hmm. Like, I will match and ignore. Like, I'm not even going to talk to you. Like, and, and if you were single and you didn't care about the coronavirus. There's a lot you could get yourself into right now. Right. But I'm like, like I said, having this time to myself, like, I don't know, it's not a bad thing, but I realize like how, how we know those girls are distractions. You know what's girls are distractions. No comment. <laughs> you know, sometimes distractions are very, very much. But no, no, it's like, I, I just realized like, I, like honestly, like I feel bad for like trying somebody trying to be in a relationship with me. I mean, it's it's simple. I'm like, yo, just let me do my shit. Tell me what you need. We stick to that plan. But it's mm. all the it's all the the invariables and all that. And especially like when you're dealing with like the younger the woman it is, I think. Yeah, the, the more needy she is. Yeah, but you know, I'm like, all right, I'm I'm just I'm just I think I'm settling in early to my old man life. Mm-hmm. Not like old, old, but like I'm ready for my 40s, like years in advance. I was like, yeah. worst, worst, worst case scenario, I'm gonna just be a young sugar daddy. Worst comes hey. to worst, that's, that's, that's what it's gonna be. But, <laughs> you know, my, it won't be so Great. bad. I'm trying to be a sugar baby. Because <laughs> <laughs> I sure can't be a sugar mama. <laughs> that's for yeah. sure. I mean, unless I get unemployment, because then, you know, then, I'll be yeah. banking, you know, so I probably could afford a pair of J's for someone, but that's it. That's all you get. <laughs> all right. So let's, let's jump into your, your podcast and your ideas you were telling me about. When did I tell you about that? You were telling me, I can recount the conversation. You were talking about somebody's a friend of a sister or a sister's friend or something. And they had this idea and they floated the idea by you and you're like oh I don't know if I'm going to do it with them but I had this oh yeah 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 no it was my brother let's see and this was like um 
but maybe like in November. <clears throat> and um, my brother's my brother's fiance's cousin, she and I have the same birthday. And um, for those that know me, I'm like really into astrology and metaphysical stuff, the universe, crystals, you know, what's your birthday? I look it up. I do all these like charts. When's your birthday and what is your sign? Just um, March 5th. I'm a Pisces. Okay. But, um, you know, I've really been actually this time during quarantine, besides binge watching shows, I really have been trying to um, study more about birthdays and astrology and um you know the planets and stuff like that it's very intriguing for me but anyway so she and I have the same birthday and um she's like me in a way she's a very young she's a younger version of me she's 24 so when I look at her I'm like oh that's how I was at 24 so it's kind of like looking back in the future at a younger you and it's it's actually kind of cool sometimes but also scary um because she's just like me at that age in some ways so um but she you know every time she goes on a date you know she'll she'll message me and say okay this is him this is his sign and then I look it up and I'm like no yeah you know like <laughs> stuff like that yeah. you know I I think a lot of girls do that anyway but um so yeah, but, so we have the same birthday, and my brother was like, "You guys should." Hold on, um, so it's brothers, fiance's cousin. Yeah. Okay, I'm just keeping. Yeah. Going. So I'm gonna say she's my cousin just because mm. she. We're gonna be kind of in the family-ish. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, he's like, "You guys should start a podcast because you're so much alike, and um, you guys have like the the best personality, which we do, and um." he's like you guys just have like you guys should just do a podcast together and I was like well what would we do it on and then I figured it could be something in the context of you know um two Pisceans doing um like a astrological podcast or like talking about our sign and like bringing on people depending on what month it is like oh if it's um you know Aries season you know bringing on a an Aries or something like that and um and she was all for it she's like yeah let's do it and I'm like okay you know let's do it and then I said January let's just you know she has a her house well her parents house is is on a lot of land but the rooms in her house like it's perfect to do um you know to set up like a nice area with you know chairs and pillows and just like have an ambiance for um like a very zen place right so we were gonna do it at her house and then you know my brother's like well you gotta get microphones and do all this I was like okay cool <laughs> so it never happened <laughs> bottom line um so then I just kind of was like well maybe I'll just do it on my own um, you know, she's really busy. She's a full-time student. She works in the medical field. Um, so, I mean, right now definitely would not be a good time for her to do anything because she's working right. crazy hours. But, um, you know, I think that, um, you know, the concept for me would be along the lines of, you know, dating or, you know, signs, but there's more to just sun signs with people. You know, you have moon signs and you have like all these different 
signs that come into play with people's personalities. So it would definitely be a more in-depth podcast for me to do. Um, it's just now a matter of doing it. So how do you look up all that stuff on your phone? Um, I mean, yeah, I can. I actually have books. Um, I, I, I tend to buy books that I don't read. But um, yeah, like I have like a stack of books I'm determined to read before they let us off punishment. Um, and I think I've got through one chapter of like five books. So I got yeah. some work to do. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I look on it on my phone or my tablet and, um, you know, I have a notebook and just kind of, you know, if people give me their birth dates and their birth time. It's just something fun for me to do. Now, after I do the chart, that's when I get, I kind of stumble because I'm like, okay, now exactly what does this mean? So it is, it does take a little bit of work for, you know, someone like me, because there's a lot of detail into somebody's birth chart than most people think, you know, you can't just say, mm -hmm. oh, I'm a Pisces because see, there's other aspects to you. Um, but it's just, it's something that's interesting for me. And I feel like putting that on some kind of platform, um, whether or not I'm an advanced astrologer or relationship um, guru, which I'm certainly not. Um, but, you know, if it's still, I'm, I'm also very real. And, you know, I feel like people are, I, you know, I'm relatable. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so. Okay. So what else would you, what would be your topics? No, that was good. Um, well, I definitely think that, um, you know, dating is definitely um, not like how it used to be. I think that, um, you know, relationships are not how maybe they used to be. Um, you know, and again, signs that are not compatible can be very compatible just depending on those two people. So, you know, kind of looking into that and talking about dating, especially dating in your thirties, um, which I know I look 24, but I'm not I'm 36. And, um, but just to have, you know, the, the communications that people have nowadays and how, you know, text messaging is so, um, like no one really talks on the phone, you know, yeah. hell, I don't, I mean, it even like irritates me when people call me and I'm like, okay, I'll talk to you on the phone. But then, you know, I get sidetracked and then I get bored and then I'm like, oh, I got to go. But where do I go right now in quarantine? But I still, or I'll hang up the phone and act like I, like I lost service. Um, <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and then I'll text be like, oh, my service is wacky. I'll call you later. And then I don't. Um, but that's okay. Cause my friends do that to me. They do. Um, that's the I understand it. <laughs> so that's that, you know, of course, like, um, and I love wine. Um, so I did want to incorporate, you know, some kind of like wine tasting into my, um, podcast to, you know, kind of educate people on, you know, you can buy a cheap bottle of wine and it could be the best thing ever, you yeah. know, 
box wine is where it's at sometimes, you know, and that's like what, $12 and you can get like four bottles in one box. Like it's great. I don't know who invented that, <laughs> but they are a genius. <laughs> so, that got me through a lot of my Omaha days. Okay. Box wine. Um, I only remember having box wine once and it was like one of the greatest nights ever. It was, right? Uh, no, no. Like, so just imagine, I don't, I don't even remember P minor. Yeah, I yeah. Okay, and then like Bruce, and then like Diddy, and like Ronell, and like six other people. Oh my goodness! And we're ten shots in before the box wine comes, and the box wine comes at the strip club. Oh hell! And the young lady Wait, that I'm with. Strip club? Which strip club? The one in Council Bluff. The the, the nice the one nice one at the time in Council Bluff. Um. Uh, Oh, what is it called? Um, someone just posted it yesterday on their Snapchat. They were right next to it. Um, anyway. Yeah, so, so literally, this, this was one, this was like my 22nd birthday. The young lady that I was with got up on stage and turned it into amateur night. It was, oh my God, I'm still so pissed as my, no, you did. <laughs> because I, I, yeah, we'll get that in a second. But I was, this was the one night in my life that I remember I could have had a threesome, but I got played because you remember like Kevin Hart, they were like, when your girl knows you're having too much fun, she got she to mess it up. Yeah. So it wasn't even my girl, it was my ex. She called and somehow I let her get me into an argument when I was drunk. I literally, I, I and I'm so stupid now, in hindsight, like this is 22, so I'm stupid. Right. I go into the men's bathroom to get in this argument and the women, are literally trying to pull me out, but I'm like, no, I gotta have this argument right now. And oh, by the time man. it was over, the vibe was all fucked up, and I was too drunk. And I was like, but it's one of the greatest nights of my life, and a lot of it had to do with box wine. But guess what? What? This is now your show. I'm your first guest, so we're gonna no! talk about it. You already told me the platform, so you know, <laughs> without going into too much detail for birthdays, act like. You know, this is your show. We can talk about anything, dating, relationships, astrological signs, not giving out my birth year because I still lie about my age in LA. But anything else? Well, I know you're a leap. Yes, October 18th. That, that I do know. I remember that. So, so, so um, introduce yourself to your guests. Int introduce yourself to your audience and then introduce your guests. Oh, my goodness. I'm not yeah, even, bro, I don't even have right. any wine. I don't, right. I'm, well, we, you know, we're just going to make do. Pilot okay. episode. It'll be all right. I, the pilot that's not gonna air um hey guys sure. um yeah this is vanessa and i'm coming to you via zoom via live um in the comfort of my home but i have a very special guest it is the um it was my yoda um anthony hadley although some people know him as aj um what do i call you i call you anthony right but I remember I called I called you once. I, I don't know if it was AJ or Anthony. You're like, oh, nobody out here calls me calls me that. Anthony. Anthony. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, yeah, only people from home call me AJ. I don't if somebody out here tried to call me AJ, I just ignore them. Like oh. I don't know you. <laughs> if like they heard you say it and then they tried to say it, I'd ignore them. Oh, okay. You, you didn't hear oh, so it. Yeah. So I can call you AJ, you but no one else can. In California. Okay. All right. Anyway, so um so yeah, a little bit about Anthony and I is he discovered me in Omaha um, in 2011. 
I think we did um, a commercial together for a, a sports drink. Wasn't it like a sports yeah. energy drink or something? It was. I think it was. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, it was in the hotel and there was like five other girls and I, I don't remember the guys that were in there, but, um, or maybe you were the guy, you were the lead guy. I, I, can't I don't remember, but anyway, um, I don't know how we connected before then that you would, you would have me do the commercial, but, um, but you did, which was great. Um, and yeah, that then I ended up moving to California like a month mm -hmm. later. And then you came like, what, two years later? Somewhere, I, I was out there a year later and then I didn't really come, I don't know. No, 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 I was out there in 2011, and but I didn't really move, move. I was there 2011, uh, 2012, and then I didn't- That's really right, because you introduced, no, you were out there, you were out there before me because you introduced me to Bruce. To Bruce, yes. Yes. So Bruce was out there and then I was out there temporarily and then before mm -hmm. I left, I introduced the two of you. Yeah. I came back, stayed a while, left and then came back. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So you you were the connection to Bruce and I because then I was in Bruce's one of his videos. Mm -hmm. Um and then um and yeah, and then you came back and then we've done a couple of things together. So um or a few few things together actually that I've really, really enjoyed. I feel like you, um, even though in my mind, I think that I'm a movie star and that I can do anything, but then if I were to do it on my own, I would be like, oh no, I can't. But you give me that out, you give me that um, way to um, be creative and be a part of you know whatever projects you have and i really do appreciate that because i probably would not do that just like on my own so um you know i appreciate that i just thought i'd share uh, i'm glad to be able to know. yeah thank you for so, having me on your show as well oh yeah no problem <laughs> so um yeah, so we already got through all this quarantine stuff and how everyone's dealing or how you're dealing with it and how I'm dealing with that. But, um, you know, I'm just going to say that I am lonely, but I'm not like, like I'm okay, like not having anybody, but I'm definitely lonely. And I think it's more so just lonely for just human interactions with my friends like I don't have any friends here in Portland I just have my family which is great but I'm and maybe that's my fault for not like venturing out and meeting people but people in Portland they smell um elaborate please um well there's a lot of home there's so many homeless people here so um that's part of the smell but I just think that Portland is such a um hippie place and mm -hmm. um you know very liberal very um you know love yourself everybody's high all the time um and just like easy going right mm -hmm. so um but i i just feel like i can't I, I can't relate to anybody out here. So it's, it's, and then when they find out that I'm from California, then they're like, oh, we can tell, we can totally tell you're from California. I'm like, how, you know, like, 
how can you tell I'm from California? I've well, remind had me again, where, where were you born? I was born in California. And, and how long in, were you there? I mean, I was in California first for like four years and then moved around. But when I moved back to LA, I was there for eight years before I moved up here. Well, no, no. So, like I said, I met you before you went back to California. And you always, like, not a bad thing, but you always carried yourself differently. But I would imagine that had to do a lot with you just being exposed to so many different places. How did I carry myself? Hmm, I, it's, it's, it, it's a good thing in the sense that, so, for instance, we both spent time in Omaha and not trying to doubt. Well, smaller cities in general, mm -hmm. I feel like they get caught up in a lot of the smaller things, like, and not in a good way, not in the sense of, like, like drama, the detail. Yes. Mm -hmm. And though sometimes you you enjoy a good drama, <laughs> like it's not something that I feel like you're beholden to like some people are. It's just in general, like you have a more bubbly, upbeat energy that is not always common with people from smaller towns. It's weird to describe, but you just carry yourself with a different different air. And and I've always noticed that. And I think that's one of the reasons that we always got along. So I could see why somebody would say, not the negative part, but why somebody would say that. Mm. But I was just curious as to like, sort of where your actual upbringing was. That's why I asked how long you spent. Well, I guess my upbringing would be in Iowa because I spent most of my child, like school, childhood school years in Omaha, Iowa. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I, I feel like I was more mid Midwest raised than anywhere else. No, you, you definitely have like Midwestern like morals and values, but your energy is more West Coast. Yeah, that's why I just, you know, I felt like I did so much better um, energetically in California. Mm -hmm. um, even though like mentally it was hard trying to keep up with things and, you know, it's California, you want to you know, keep up with the Joneses and, you know, got to have all these shoes and purses and, um, but I felt more, um, at home in California than mm -hmm. I do even here in Oregon, even though my parents are here and my family's, you know, my, my brother and my parents are here, but I felt more at home in California, which was mm -hmm. weird because even though I, you know, I was living with my aunt, but it still felt more home to me. Absolutely. So no, I, I have a go ahead, go ahead. Anyway, that's yeah. I was gonna say I have a, I have a bit of a I, I'm approaching a bit of a maybe a conundrum in the fact that yeah I feel much more at home here than anywhere else, but I also realize that in like a year, eighteen months, or maybe I need to relocate again. And it's like, just because, you know, when I get to the point of like wanting to build, like wanting to have, like you're talking like um, logically or logistically having space, like space for life. If I, you know, have a relationship, have a family, but like more immediately, like space for all the production stuff, um, mm -hmm. you know, cost of living here. It's like, if I'm thinking as a businessman, I'm like, is it economical? Is it smart to invest this much money on like, the, the, I say real estate, but not like real estate, but just the, the dollar per square foot in mm -hmm. LA County compared to somewhere else. Whereas like the trade-off is, will I feel as fed energy wise and by my surroundings and my environment if I go somewhere else and will that trade-off be worth it? So yeah, I definitely get what you're saying. That's always like, it's weird. Like, and, and 
I'm also trying to take into account all of this because I'd actually had started thinking about downsizing and I was looking, I've been thinking about getting a different place before all this happened, but then, you know, shelter in place. And like, luckily enough, I had this space to take advantage of it. So I'm like, I'm also trying to figure out, is that life showing, showing me a sign to say, hey, maybe this is where you're supposed to be. But I definitely get what you're saying. And then that conflict is like, because, you know, your values may identify in, with and in one location, but your energy may be fed by another location. Mm-hmm. Yes, but back to back to the loneliness in quarantine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm with my parents. Um, and um, they're driving me nuts. Yo, I told I told you the first person I told I blocked half my family on a group chat. <laughs> yeah. No, well they because of the group chat, like I just unblocked them. And that was like a month ago that I told you. Oh my gosh. I love so I cannot imagine living. I, you know what, I'm, I'm grateful that I have two living parents, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) I get it. I get it. Um, you know, for, I mean, for the most part, they, you know, they leave me, we leave each other alone and stuff, but you know, it just gets sometimes where I, I wish that I had my own space. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, even even little things like when I go grocery shopping, you know, making sure that I, you know, um, buy, like, the refrigerator can only fit so much stuff. So if I right. go get something at the refrigerator, I have to make sure, like, okay, is there enough room? And then sometimes my dad likes to eat my stuff. And... Um, you know, without asking and that roommate conflict, but with the parent. Yeah. And, you know, I try not to do that. Like, I don't like using any of their stuff unless I, or I'll ask like, Hey mom, can I have this? And it might be like one of something, but I don't get, I don't make it a habit because I um, don't want them to do that to me. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't like to share a lot of things, especially food. Okay. <laughs> like I don't like to share my food, but um, you know, where my room is, it's like literally, and I don't mean to make this a complaining session, but I feel like people can feel my pain because they're in a house with people they might love, but are greatly annoyed with. So that's my situation. Um, so where my room is right above is the kitchen table and the way their floor is, um, this house is very old. So, mm-hmm. um, you can hear every creak and cranny and step and you move the chair, you hear it. Um, my dad has this thing, um, where he can't just like sit still. So he's always like (laughs) adding something or whistling and I can hear it in my room. I can hear him banging on the table. Like he's part of the Rolling Stones. Like he's the drummer for the Rolling Stones. And I, um, it's very annoying. <clears throat> and then my mom will start humming and then he'll start whistling to her hum. And it's like a fucking, but they're cute. Oh yeah. So <laughs> yeah, they're really cute from a distance. Um, so they, they make all these noises and then, my mom likes to cook things that I don't know where the smell comes from. I don't even know where she gets this food from. It's like she has stuff in the freezer from like circa 1970 that she throws in the crock pot. <laughs> so 
like just because it's in the freezer does not mean it's still good, you know? Yeah. So, um, but then it's also that if I want to cook something for myself, then I have to cook for them too. And they may not like what I cook or... Um, then you're opening you know, yourself up for all their input on your cooking. Yeah, or I, or I feel obligated like, hey, do you guys want some? Even though I really don't want them to have any, but I feel... <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad because my mom like she'll cook for all of us and you know of course I'm gonna eat it because it's fair but um but when it comes to me I'm just like oh gosh I just you know the irony of all this from the outside looking in what this this is preparing you for having a family because it's the same thing that you're gonna feel it's just the opposite direction. Oh, you're gonna I feel know. that way about your kids when you want to cook something for yourself you got to cook it for them yeah. Your husband's going to do shit to irritate you, and then your daughter's going to do something that she don't like. It's just all yep. preparation. My mom says that um, she's so grateful that I'm here in Oregon um, and not in Kentucky or not anywhere else. She's like, I'm so glad you're here. And, and I was like, yeah, me too, but California would be better. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I guess it could be worse, right? So that's how I have to look at it. It definitely could be worse. But they are um, planting a garden because they um, think that it literally is going to be like the end of the world. So they're planting vegetables, which I've helped them dig. It was the worst 30 minutes of my life. Um, it was because the, the, the soil is full of rocks, like big rocks. So you dig and you're like, hitting rocks all over in this dirt. I don't know how they're going to grow anything because they're not going to grow with all these rocks, but whatever. And then my mom has a pantry and she's got like five of every canned goods, rice, pasta, evaporated milk. Like she's preparing for like the great depression. And I think it's cute, but also a little weird. Well, you never know. My, my, um, my parents were born in the 40s, I believe, yeah. So they, you know, they're that post-World War II era. Mm -hmm. So my dad, every time he goes to the grocery store, he stocks up. Mm -hmm. And I would always like, yo, you're like, I, last time I went back, I was having conversations, especially with him, like, yo, you're a bit of a hoarder. But when shit started going down, I'm like, yo, that's the best place to be. I was like, my dad yeah. got all the guns, he got all the food. So I say that to say, depending on circumstances they could be something yeah i have a question for you because we've both been in this situation in our adult life though sounds like you don't have too much to speak on at this moment but how <laughs> is dating when you're living at home with your parents as an adult um we can compare from a male and a female perspective well i mean i i since i've been out in portland i will say that i tried the um dating app again you know tinder tales part two <laughs> um horrible um so i did go on is that the is that the actual app you were using or what apps were you using i you did using? i did tinder um black blk and mm -hmm. um i think i deleted it but i had another one um it's supposed to be like the best one on the market or something. I don't know. But I, I did like three. Rainbow or hinge or something? Hinge. I did hinge. And um it was um 
honestly, I think because I wasn't fully um, like over and done with my previous relationship, I really didn't put a lot of, a lot of energy into mm -hmm. um, the dates. I almost kind of felt like I didn't even, I didn't really want to like, you know, after yeah. this, after my last relationship, I just kind of, um, Gave some I just, energy. yeah. And I just was like, you know what? I don't really need to be dating right now. Like I don't even care. I don't care to date. I don't care about anybody right now because I'm so drained. And, um, but I was also hungry and I know that you go on dates and, you know, mm -hmm. dinner before. So at least it would give me an opportunity to eat and drink, which is probably 70% of the reasons why I do dating apps. And I'm just going to be honest, but you know, I, I like, I'm um, quite sure you're not alone in that one. <laughs> I do. I like, um, so I went on a, I went on. I went on a couple of dates. I I went on three, I think, the whole time since I've been here in Oregon, and they were weird. Um, they were definitely weird. So I just kind of gave up on that, and um, I didn't find anybody attractive, even just conversation with them. You know, I even made my profile like weird. Like I, I put all this stuff, I like crystals and, and, um, you know, meditating and stuff like that. I don't like meditating. I do it sometimes, but I don't like it. And, um, it was just, it, it's a different vibe out here dating. And I don't, I don't, it definitely is. I mean, it was easier to date in California, but again, you have, it's all about the, what you put out is who you're going to bring in. And that's kind so, of what so, I- So explain, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off after you finish that thought. Explain the difference in dating in somewhere like LA to somewhere like Portland, but finish your thought, please. Um, yeah, I mean, you, whatever energy you put out, and I'm, I'm learning this, um, is what you're going to receive. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I even, um, when I was, date the, the dates I had out here they were older gentlemen because I was like you know what I just don't like I feel like mentally I'm an old soul so I find it frustrating to date guys sometimes that are my age um, or younger even though they're fun but I have a bad back and my knees are bad and i just feel like if i date older guys i won't have to be as um athletic you know what i'm saying um but older talking guys, athletic or are we talking <laughs> athletic we talking athletic okay okay okay, okay. okay. <laughs> say less fam but i just um i just can't i i, I don't know the the older guys out here were just weird they were going through maybe a midlife crisis or something like i mm -hmm. i don't know i feel like california a there's more things to do that i enjoy in california so i think dating is more fun in california um just like places to eat you know that i mean the food in california is <laughs> not stuff to do just places to eat <laughs> <laughs> can you tell like every time i talk to someone from california all i do is talk about oh is this place still open? I miss this. I get this from here. Like, I'm just, I'm so homesick for 
food in California because it's so good. They don't have right. food out here like they yeah. do in California. But anyway, so um, I don't know. I feel like dating in California, like I, I maybe I made more of an effort because it, you know, it's more bougie. So I took the, the, the possibilities more serious, I would assume. Where in California? Yes. Yeah. So like I would make an effort. I would put on heels. I would, you know, um, just, it just seemed like a, a, it's a different. Just, just so I know, who would you wear shoe wise for dates in Portland? Man, I'd probably go barefoot because everyone here is No, no, like, seriously, I want to know. <laughs> I would wear flats. Okay, okay. You know, I mean, they'd be. Mean, some like New Balance shoes. Hey, don't make fun. I wear Suconis. Is that how you pronounce it? Suconis? I don't like New Balance because they look funny on my feet. Anyway, whatever. But yeah, no, I wouldn't wear like sneakers unless I was meeting up with somebody that I knew was like into sports. Then I might bring out, I might wear like, who am I kidding? Show them a little versatility. Yeah. But I mean, for the most part, it's like everyone here, it, like even the, the colors that I wear, um, you know, I, I always wear black or neutral colors, but it seems like I have more browns, grays, and mm -hmm. blacks in my closet. So when I do go on dates, it's just like a very, like, I tone it down here. I tone it down. Um, you know, even as far as like conversation, because again, I feel like my personality is like so different out here. So, um, I have to like watch what they say. Okay. What was the average, without going into too much personal detail, the average California date conversation like? Just general topics. Like how as long? Far as like it, it, no, no, like the, the topics of conversation in comparison to somewhere like Portland. Um, well, in Portland, they definitely talk about um, like, I felt like I was kind of in school. Like it was almost like I felt like I was um, not as smart. I'm not as smart out here. Mm. So, um, you know, I, I, I had a date with someone and, you know, again, he was older, but he was talking about, you know, work and all this, like, he was using big words. And that right there was like, oh, you can't do that. But, um, you know, I, <laughs> you know, did the whole head nod, ordered another drink and just, you know, whatever. But I, I started talking about like basketball and I started talking about well, like, what do you like to do besides work? You know, because I want to be with someone that's fun and like, it's not just like complaining about work stuff. Like I want to be able to actually do other things. And he just was not into that conversation. And mm -hmm. so you kind of have to have that balance. And I think in California, you know, I'm not saying I, I went on a lot of dates, but I felt like the connections were um, a little easier for me in California than they are up here. Just even conversation wise, um, they're just, yeah. you know, I just, I kind of, I was bored. I'm bored out here with the conversations. And again, it could be who I went on dates with, but I just feel like even guys, even the, the guys that I work with, you know, talking to them and I'm just like, you know, that's boring. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm finding it hard to, uh, I guess, fit in here, you know. So when I say lonely, it's, 
not necessarily for a mate, although it would be nice to snuggle with someone. Um, but I'm just lonely for you like that crack. Huh? What'd you say? So you and that moo moo? I gave them all away. I know. Thank I know. God. That was yeah. But my, my that, was, mom, that was the one that was the one good thing that came out of that scenario. But my mom got me this really fluffy robe and I wear it. I mean it's it's like moo moo like part it's like it's a moo. -moo. Oh, the, the robes are okay. Like I, I got I, well, it's not fluffy. I got like the black long one with the hood. I'm like, yeah, whenever yeah. I can put that on, I like it, but Moo moos? Nah, nah, nah. No, no, no. Nah, you got to have at least three grandkids before that's like. Oh. Street. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll wait on the moo moos then. Or your kid, your kid has to at least be like twelve. Okay. So, All right. I'll rem I'll remember that. Um. But yeah. So it's just um. I guess that when I am lonely, just to be around people that um. You know, get me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That was a lot. Oh, it's just just enough. Now okay. let's uh, let's let's get back to the the next topic on your show. What are we okay. What are we talking about? Um, what's, what's, do you have any working titles for your podcast? I know you do, but any that you're going to share? Um, I kind of did when I was planning on doing it with the cousin. Mm -hmm. Um. I think we had said like um like Pisces. There was something Pi like Pisces Power, like the PPP or like Pisces Podcast or something, um, something like that. But then, you know, like I said, I wanted to incorporate um, you know, like wine and relationships and just self stuff. <laughs> Sorry. <right> <laughs> um, you know, even like self healing, because that's definitely something that I'm been working on as well since I've been out here. So I mean, things have not been all bad. I've definitely been trying to work on, you know, healing and self loving and stuff like that. So that's also what I wanted to incorporate um, in the podcast. I just didn't I couldn't really find a catchy name for it okay. so that's definitely something that I need to think of I mean I could just make it Vanessa's podcast but well, send me all your your um your words and then I'll see what I can help with okay I can so do back that. to your next topic well next I mean my next topics would be like wine or astrology but I don't have any I don't have any wine here because um, my parents don't drink and it's a little uncomfortable to indulge. So um, I've kind of been like on a, I feel like I'm kind of in rehab because we <laughs> um, <laughs> can't drink and nothing's open for me to go sit down and have a glass of wine at the bar. So I've actually been um, detoxing as well, which I guess is okay. But I know once this opens up and I, I taste that I get a taste. I'm probably be drunk after a first sip. So I'm kind of excited about that. But um but yeah, I don't really have any like wine to talk about because I haven't had any lately. We'll we'll come up we'll talk about the wine on the next one. 
Okay. <laughs> what, what is your what is your go-to wine? What kind? Not like red, white, what kind of red? Um it well it depends. I um if it's if I know like I like if I'm watching my programs on on Friday, you know, when they were on because they're not You're on such anymore. An old lady. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Um I I'll have like red wine. What kind? I, um, usually like a Pinot Noir, and I'll finish it in that sitting. Um, like each show, I'll have a glass of wine. Like I'll finish right. a glass. You know, <laughs> I thought you say a bottle per show. No, not a bottle per. Oh my God, are you but kidding? No, 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 no. Wow, that's definitely a challenge that I probably could do. Mm, I Don't, don't, don't do it. I think that definitely would be um, considered alcohol poisoning. So. Um, but yeah, I mean, like if I'm out, you know, um, my brother, he, his bar, I'll go there and they already know to pour me up some Chardonnay. Like I have like a two drink minimum when I go there, they already know. Mm -hmm. So it just depends on where I'm at, you know, like, or when I'm eating, you know, that too, mm -hmm. if I, if I'm eating anything, I try and like incorporate what kind of wine I'm, I'm eating or what kind of wine would go with what I'm eating, so. So let's say you had wine, and this was a show that you, an episode that you had wine, what would you share about the wine? Well, Anthony. Hey, hey, we're, we're figuring it out together. I mean, you know, there's the, I sometimes will buy wine based off what the bottle looks like which is bad because sometimes the wine does not taste very good, mm -hmm. but I buy it because the bottle, especially like champagne, I'll buy champagne bottles. Sometimes champagne's not very good, but I just think it, it's pretty, you know? So, um, but I mean. Okay, so so you usually, I'm, we're, we're gonna go through this step by step. Usually your, your go-to for a red is Pinot, right? No, actually, if I can find it, it's Cabernet Franc, which is very uncommon. So that's why I just always go to Pinot Noir because a lot of places don't have Cabernet Franc. There okay. is one place in California, in Temecula, um, mm -hmm. called Bailey's, and mm -hmm. they have the best wine. All their wine is just absolutely amazing. And I tell myself next time I go to California, I have to spend a weekend in Temecula, even though there's Napa. I mean, Napa's cool, whatever, but Temecula, their wines are just so much better. And the lands are just so pretty, you know, their um, vineyards and the properties and stuff, so nice. But anyway, so I really like Cabernet Franc, but. Okay, um, so if you had an imaginary bottle, I'm not gonna make you do it, but. If you had your bottle of Cabernet Franc, uh -huh. share about it with your audience. Oh my gosh, I would share that um, it's amazing. It's actually very pretty when you pour it, especially if you air it out. You have to have mm -hmm. an aerator if you drink red wine. Mm -hmm. um, you can buy like an aerator that will air out the whole bottle or just if you just have a glass, you can just put it in the glass and air it out. But um, the color of it, is so pretty it's like um 
it's not dark like a Cabernet, but it's not light like a Pinot Noir. It's like just that perfect color. And it's, um, it's just got such a good taste to it. It's very smooth. And you can, I mean, you can drink it by itself, but it's always good, of course, to drink it with some kind of red meat. You know, if you have like a good like filet or tri-tip or something like that and you drink it, I mean, you are set. I got some steaks marinade now. You're going to make me go buy a bottle of the red wine in a minute. Yeah, so. For my, uh, my Saturday night shows. Yep, programs. In my big programs. In my robe. In your robe, see? Yeah. You could be like me. Um, but yeah, I mean, you just, it's just, it's such a good wine. I just, I really, it's probably my favorite wine. Okay. All right, see, we covered the wine topic. We did. Without a bottle of wine. We did. Killing your first show. <laughs> All right, now what? What about, what about uh, dating thoughts or tips and or questions? You get to figure out which one of those. Um, dating tips, don't. Um, um, God, dating is such like a, such a complicated conversation at least mine is. So, um, but I will say don't, um, if oh, you date? can avoid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That settles that. that. That's my advice right now. It might yeah. change next month, but right now is don't. Mm -hmm. Um, I just, I really think that is this quarantine is just a really good time to just like be good to yourself. You know, I mean, if I keep seeing people like online saying, um, if you don't, um, if you don't come out of this with like a new something. skill, if you're not doing anything with your life, but some people are always doing something with their life. Like they need this time to just sit. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Maybe somebody just really needs to sit and let their brain stop for a moment. And that doesn't yeah. mean that that doesn't make it bad. It doesn't make this quarantine time useless because it's not like we prepared for this. Like, okay, we're gonna go into quarantine and, and everybody has to do this. Like for me, um, you know, I sit and I watch my shows. I have books that I wanna read, but I don't feel like I have like, okay, I have to do this. Like I gotta come out of quarantine selling, you know, I gotta sell oils and I gotta make, crystal bundles and stuff like no you don't have to do that if you just really need this time to self-reflect and that mm -hmm. takes a lot that's a lot of energy Absolutely. to work on yourself and I, I think that people are so busy trying to do other things that they don't have the time to self-reflect and you really should because you'll learn a lot about yourself you know as, as busy as I've been staying with this like it's either that well I've already I don't know which episode it was in, but like I, I towards the tail end of my last relationship, like the, the long, serious one, I was like 2018. I was explaining to her how it was this video, this interview of Jennifer Lewis, and she was talking about the journey within. So ever since then, I've kind of been on the journey within trying to figure out myself and all that. So, and it's funny because when all this happened, the first week I was like, oh, I'm gonna do this, this, this and that. And then like, I just felt flat for like mm -hmm. two weeks. And I think a lot of it was like one, we run around so much and we need time to just sit still and to re reflect mm -hmm. and to like learn ourselves 
so like for me internally and externally like i've been trying to figure out like i said i've, I've been trying to be disciplined on my sleeping habits my eating and even just monitoring myself and getting to know myself more but like now that i have the free time for me it's it's a little more beneficial because most of the stuff like i try to do it in-house because i'm an introvert anyway but even with that being said trying to figure out the state of flow that resonates with me how much time i want to work um how much time i need to rest to relax the things i need to do to unwind like i even though i'm stuck in the house like i am trying to actively learn myself and build you know the best lifestyle i can for myself that works for me within this so that I can, when I come out of this, I can have a healthier lifestyle and know myself better. So I, even from somebody, so I say that as coming from somebody that's trying to be as productive as they can in this moment, yeah, I definitely appreciate the value of stillness and learning oneself and developing a more in-depth relationship with oneself and the better. Because mm-hmm. just as a, as a human being that has to in, uh, interact with other people, I feel like the more you know yourself, the healthier you are and the happier you are with yourself, the more you have to give to the world and everybody that you interact with. Yeah. Yep. I Great agree. Idea, host. I won't date. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, don't date till you're ready. I think yeah. that's kind of, you know, I think people feel like they have to rush into something. And I know I was that way. I felt like I had to get, you know, married and have kids and do all this stuff. But it's like, you know, at the end of the day, God and the universe have a plan for us. And maybe, you know, some of us are late bloomers. Some of us are just have other things that we need to work on so that we can be better people to who we're going to be people for. So I kind of have to look at it like that now and not feel like I have to rush or be on other people's time frame because we all have our own path. So any, any final thoughts you want to leave your audience with? This was really fun. And <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I, you know, I, I think you, you've popped my podcast cherry. And um, so put that on your resume. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to doing this Go again. On the cover letter. Yay! To who it, whom it may concern, <laughs> Pop Vanessa's podcast, Cherry. So uh, right. me up. <laughs> that's great. It is. That's, anyway, do you have any? Do you have any last words, my guest? Mm-hmm. Mm, thank you for having me. No, um, I think I imparted all my last words like five minutes ago. Um, I'm looking forward to doing this again soon, and I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to knowing the name of your podcast by next week and seeing you somewhere on social media next week and i look forward to helping in that process over the weekend okay one of those things one of those things maybe not all right uh, thank you for having me thank you for having me you started it (laughs) thank you well i do appreciate you and i will uh, text you and bug you after i'll get my red line okay All right. Bye. Bye.